These episodes today are episodes that are going to bring transformation instantaneously. It has to come out and it has to be perceived in order for it to be a reality in your life. You know, Holy Spirit wants you to know that you are clearly hurt. You are clearly hurt. You're hurt without even speaking. Your heart is hurt. Your thoughts are hurt. The way how you do things are hurt. Everything you do, it has a sound. Even when you're whipping up a batter, it's a sound. Going to the restroom, it's everything that God created. It has a sound. Even when you just sleep, it has a sound. How you rest, it has a sound. God is constantly hearing you all the day long. He never stopped. You are never silent. Stop thinking to be heard is to only be verbal. Because you are heard more nonverbal than you are verbally being heard. God says, this episode right here is regarding healing, working power. Many of you are crying for healing and crying for healing in your loved one's body. It's been going on too long. And you're like, you know what? I believe God. I know God is a healer. I know God is a deliverer. We stand firm and we stand on the word. But God said, let me tell you this. I don't want nothing to be kept a secret because what you do in secret, I reward you openly. So don't do what only I can do. Stop trying to hold things in when I'm the one who allow what you do with me be exposed outwardly. You're trying to be me without being aware. Only I can do that for you. So let me reward your worship openly. Let me reward your praise openly. Let me reward the way how you've given your life unto me. So holy and presentable because you said yes to me. Let me reward you openly. You can't reward yourself. You can't do what only I can do. And I'm not going to redo what I already done in an area of restoration regarding healing, working power. Christ is not coming back for that. He already risen because of that. You have risen out of that because he has risen from that. Don't ever get my words twisted. Don't twist them around for it to be unfavorable when you are favored. See, you have to know that what he done, you don't ever have to walk in, but it's still available if you believe to walk in. See, don't think when you give me your life that there are no more opportunities to have to walk in. Yeah, you are saved. Saved from what? The way how you think. Salvation is in the mind. That's why you have a helmet thereof. It's called a helmet, not a breastplate of salvation. Because your mind is your soul. I say your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. You have to look at my word and perceive my word and make sense out of what I'm saying simple to you. I'm not complicating what I'm saying to you. I am speaking simply to you. Childlike to you. Because it's so rich, doesn't mean you have to go and it's far-fetched. It's right within. That's how beautiful you are. You have to know that I am not doing what Christ was sent here to do. 
I didn't send myself here to heal you. I sent him to do it for you. So you're calling on me to do what he already accomplished. That's where you misunderstanding. And when you misunderstand, you can't walk in the reality. No matter if you're saved or not, you have to know what are you saved from? you saved from what? Sin. What is sin to you? What is sin to you? Sin is just not good behavior and bad behavior. Sin is being delivered from a lie. So you know that there's a lying world and there's a world of truth. So you have to stay in the world of truth. That's your salvation. The entire armor is to protect you regarding salvation, not regarding calamity and destruction. Many of you think the helmet is to protect from anger. No, it's to keep you with your salvation. I have given you a name for your armor. So don't put a bad demeanor on what is good for you. The breastplate is not of ridiculousness. It's of righteousness. It's righteousness. You're not girded with gloom. You're girded with truth. Because that protects you. Not from what's out. No, from what's in. Many of you keep trying to make sure nothing come in. No, you need to make sure nothing in escapes you because that's what he's trying to steal what's in you not what's around you what's around you is what he's trying to do to you but my world supersedes what he's trying to do around you that's why i paved the way for you so you have to know regarding you and your loved one that they have already been healed it's just that you got to start changing the way you think you have to know that that sickness is not unto death. So why you cry out with anger? Why you cry out with sadness? Why you cry out in distress? You are crying out in distress. You're pleading for me to heal your loved ones so they won't die. So that means you don't believe that they have life. You have to really sit and meditate. See, you go have what you say. And what you say is due to what you perceive. And how you perceive is according to your availability to spend time with me. If you spend 20 minutes with me, then you're going to get a 20 minute revelation. If you spend all day being in my presence and receiving only what I say and you do, then you live under an open heaven. If you don't, then how could you? The devil want to shut you up. The devil want your praise to die down. You have to do, you have to do was also intentional because I'm intentional. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to say about it? Don't just sit there and see the sickness and pray over it. Get up and be bold regarding it. Don't ever say that diagnose again. Why is that word coming out of your mouth? Why is COVID coming out of your mouth? Why is glaucoma coming out of your mouth? Why is a heart murmur coming out of your mouth? Why is kidney failure coming out of your mouth? Why is cancer coming out of your mouth? Why is pain coming out of your mouth? Why is swellingness coming out of your mouth? 
Why is blood clots coming out of your mouth? Why is brittle bones or loss of memory coming out of your mouth? Yes, I am your God, but I am giving you my power to do. And you are seeing how powerful you are because what you're seeing is because of what you said. Even though I didn't say it or not, you're going to have what you say. So you have to change it around. You guys have to get together and do something different this time. You can't allow that word that's spoken over that body to exist in your heart or mind. Don't praise the person away from it. Don't praise to cause them to be healed from it. Praise because you know I so love you that I dealt with it. You have to see me already dealing with it. If I leave you without knowing how you're going to eat, how much more you know I'm going to take care of you because I'm the one who's that intentional to have you to wait for me to provide. So that causes you to go higher and you're believing knowing that I am providing. I already provided the healing. So stop saying the sickness. It doesn't matter what the doctor say. It doesn't matter what the doctor said or what they will ever say. It doesn't matter what your loved ones say. But I advise you to say what you ought to say so you can see what you ought to see. You don't want to say what you don't want to see because that's going to show how much you do or do not believe. My intentions are for you to say only what I say. You have to only say what I say. I don't care about the cancer. I dealt with that. Stop saying it. Stop saying it hurts. Stop saying you hurt. Stop thinking about death when you live life. See, that's step one. Stop saying it. Hear me? Stop saying it. Don't ever speak of it again. Don't even allow it in your home. Don't allow it over your loved one. I do not care about the care I said cast out. I would have told you to cast it down if I cared for it. How can I care for something I don't want you to care for? We are one. Meditate on what oneness really means. It means a mutual understanding. It means to extend, understand exactly, and extend your faith for what you really believe for me to do. The first thing, don't say it anymore. How are you scared to be sick? You don't want to come around each other because of sickness? How many of you stayed away from someone who had COVID? But you carry it. That means you're scared too. You're scared of cancer. You're scared of a bad report. But you have all the money in your account. But you're still scared because you're making more investments 
outwardly and not investing inwardly and that's why you're not walking in prosperity and you think you are but it's actually robbery you have to invest spending time with me more because that's what you're here for stop trying to tell me I take too long by you making matters and trying to take care of your own self. It's not going to forever work. The devil comes so fast, you can speak about someone being sold out and you're not even aware you'll be coming to sell out while you're looking at them selling themselves. Talk about hate and not aware is in you too. Any negative deed in you is in you. Any unbelief in you is not salvation. You can't want some of me. You have to want all. I don't come in portions. I come as a whole. You have to say in it and tell your loved ones to stop saying it. Many of us know not to say it, but we keep saying it. When you agree to say, that means that you believe in what you're saying. Because if you don't believe and you don't agree, then you wouldn't be saying it out your mouth. So you only say what you actually agree with. You can agree with the lie. And that you will have. Don't look to me and say as if I'm not doing what I already came to send my son to do. You have to come into one with that word for you. So step one with your miracle is to stop saying it. Don't stop saying it for a little bit and then, you know, words come again. Diagnosis come again and there go you mentioning it again. There goes another way to mention what I said not to say ever again. You think Christ talks about sickness in my kingdom? You think he talks about disease in my kingdom? And he the one who had to bear it for you. He talks about the power that came from him enduring the cross. Regarding you, I did all of this for you. You have to know you're that special that you don't have to have that. You don't have to take that. You don't have to listen to that. Why you keep going to hear negative news? And why you keep perceiving from the news that you hear negatively. And then you have others to agree with a negative report. And now many thinking they're supporting, but they're really not supporting because now they're distressed. The first thing to do is to deny saying it ever again. Don't ever say it again. Don't say it. Don't even have it as a discussion. Pay it no mind. See, when you ignore the enemy, he must flee. When you ignore him, he got to flee. Do you understand that? He got to flee. He has to flee. He has to flee when you don't pay him no mind.
He has to flee when you don't pay him no mind. So the first step and the only step that you take today with you or your loved one is to stop saying it. It doesn't matter what it appears to look like. Stop saying it. Stop saying it. Thank you, Father, for showing me this person I declare healing. Stop saying it. I command that bleeding to stop. There's another woman with an issue. And that's the thing. It's called an issue. And Christ dealt with every issue. So I cast down that issue in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I come against that bleeding. Mm. I command it to stop in Jesus' name. God don't he don't have to tell me to go to you and say anything to whoever he shows me. The purpose is I just deal with it right where I am in the presence of God. See, I don't have to tell you what he says to me. That'll be me trying to prove to you that I hear from him. I don't have to prove anything. Neither do you. Unless he tell us to say something. See, God gives us opportunities for us to stay out of the way. See, let me tell you like this. You better want to spend more time getting to know what it is to think like him than to accumulate anything in this world. Because I realize success is not a house. It's not access. Not It's nothing natural. Because guess what? If it's success, then why would it perish away? Because God say everything in this earth will wither away that doesn't have breath. So success is not the things, guys. And we're thinking when we have things and accumulate things and accumulate money, the more we have, the more successful we become. That's making the way all the way to the top, which is actually to the bottom. To be successful is to accumulate knowledge and wisdom of what is and what's not. So we know what to do. We have to stay doing what is right. We have to stay believing that we've been made right. And also stay believing that we've been made endure for a night. That means until you make a decision. Until you make a decision, it's going to be like that. And when you decide to no longer live that way, feel that way, then there goes your morning. But you're going to stay weeping until you decide to stop. They say only for a night. The thing is, it's not only a night, actually. Because Jonah wasn't in the belly of a whale only one night, actually. It was three days and three nights, actually. Christ wasn't only dead for one night, actually. Come on, Holy Spirit. He was actually dead three. (laughs) You understand? On the third day, three nights. 
three days and two nights. Excuse me, because he risen on the third day. Not the third night. When it came to Apostle Paul, three days. He had to go through that three days. Three nights. Moses, 40 days, 40 nights. Israelites, 400 days. Excuse me, 400 years. That's more than 400 days and 400 nights. Three hundred and sixty-five times. You understand? Four hundred years. There's a difference between four hundred days and four hundred years. That means in those years there are that many days and that many nights. They had to wait. Forty years in the wilderness. All those days and all those nights until you decide I'm not going to stay like this until you decide I got to receive better than this until you decide I can't keep talking like this until you decide I got to walk this thing out better than this until you decide that my God is higher than this until you decide even I am on top of this until you decide is a devil is under my feet regarding this until you decide I'm going to say what God said regarding this until you decide it's not unto death it's unto glory concerning this until you decide I'm going to walk in what God says I'm going to talk like God says until you decide you're going to still be in your sorrow you're going to still be in sorrow until you decide, I'm not taking this. I'm not walking like this. I look no more for me. And many say, when you know that you know, best though, when you have enough, when you know that you know that you know that you know, we're not gonna receive salvation and keep backsliding. Backslide is not just sex. Backsliding is not just lying, cheating, smoking, clubbing, drinking. Backsliding is going from believing to unbelief. Backsliding is saying yes and now saying no. See, we're not going to physically say no, but our minds going to say no. Our hearts may say no. Our demeanor may say no. The way we feel may say no, because we're not demonstrating nothing that says yes. See, let's back it up with Jonah before I get off of here. Because there's another episode regarding this miracle miss miracle working episodes that's taking place makes sense of it i'm telling you it's like that's what the episodes are doing let's back it up to to jonah we're thinking about jonah all the time you know he didn't want to go to Nineveh. yeah okay he got swallowed by a big fish and never said, oh, well, 
it said exactly what it said, a big fish. So let's take it there because, you know, scientifically speaking, a big fish is a big fish. It's an old oceanic creature. What oceanic creature done swallowed up this man? Oh, hey, we're thinking about Jonah. No, we have to think about the creature as well. Because that creature had an encounter it never had before. Because the creatures usually just swallow their prey, eat and digest and keep it moving. But there's something about what I just swallowed. And you can imagine what that creature feel like. What happened? But I can't do nothing about it because there is something in me still moving around and not dead. I'm up. <laughs> and not dead. Three days and three nights. I'm feeling this. Mm-mm-mm. We don't know whether it was a female or male. I, I, I hope it was a female, but it would make a difference because he is not in that species. So that animal felt very uncomfortable. Come on, come on. Because God wouldn't repregnate something that's already pregnant. So that animal didn't have anything inside. And there you go with a man. Um, just think about a movie. Um, thank you, God, with that. Think about how that looks. You inside of a belly, there is no air. Ooh, there's nothing but blubber and the nastiness. And you're in there in a position where you have to be for three days and three nights. And you know why you in there, but the animal doesn't know. Mm, mm, mm. So the animal is just swimming around feeling very uncomfortable. And there goes the third night that that animal had to vomit. So there goes some nauseousness going on because God is about to move. And the animal have no idea what's happening. I just don't feel so good. What did I just swallow? So speed it up. When the animal vomited Jonah back up, the animal swam away and was like, I'm so glad that's out of me. But you got to think about the animal next meal. I don't even think I want to even swallow anything else after what I just had inside. Jeez. Uh, you understand? <laughs> yeah. That animal had to also go through a process just like Jonah did. I don't think I want to swallow nothing else right now. Because what I just had, it just, oh, it just ruined my whole appetite. You understand? Now, let's skip, you know, to another testimony of Jonah. Excuse me. I just talked about Jonah. Joseph. He's not just in prison being abandoned. He's also doing the work of the Lord in prison. God sent two men. There goes a prophecy. That's ministry. And let me tell you how powerful it is. See, one received what he said and the other didn't. And the one who didn't because he didn't like what he heard. But what did he do? He didn't believe. But guess what? It still came to pass. Now, imagine what would have happened if he received it and made the correction by surrendering and repenting unto God due to the warning. See, a prophecy comes by warning first. You better hear that. If it's a warning, as God saying, hey, I'm about to do this thing. Now, if you deny it, 
then you're going to have what I said. But if you repent, then I'm going to spare you and have mercy. See, God never intended to have that man killed and executed that way and have the animals eaten out of his head like that. He didn't expect that. But he already knew before the foundation of the world that he was going to do that. If he humbled himself and said, you know what? Wow. Let me, um, well, forgive me, God. I, you know what you're saying is true. You know, I have been, you know, doing evil things. I am, you know, a person that's been doing this, but I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want to do these things anymore. Um, I want to do it right. I don't want to die. He was laughing. He mocked him. I don't believe that. Get out of my face. In fact, he got angry. Now imagine him going through that process of seeing what Joseph said come to pass. And imagine how he felt then when they ordered his execution. The way how Joseph said. You understand? So if we deny what God is saying. We're going to have what God has given us the warning about. Now I'm going to take you to Moses. God giving him 10 commandments. 10. He gets down and break one. <laughs> he breaks a commandment when he gets down there. Because one commandment is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And he was pissed. So furious that he dropped both of the templates. Not one, both. It doesn't matter if he had them both in one hand, one in the other. It doesn't matter. He dropped them both. That's how angry he was. And God just gave him a commandment not to be angry. You can't be angry and love. It got to be one or the other. I already went through a process up Mount Sinai with you, Moses. I said thou shalt not kill. You already went through consecration regarding the murder. Now I'm saying love your neighbor. Now you go down there after receiving the Ten Commandments and you hate. Now come back up here and get the other set, Moses. I said when you go to work, you walk in your job place. Work. You work there with love, you work there with patience, you work there doing the work unto me. I didn't say go to work and complain. I didn't say get up and say you don't want to go to work. I didn't say call weather bad because you consider it to be bad because you don't understand the form of weather nor the nature thereof. Not even aware how much the food you eat is producing because of the rain thereof. But you keep saying because it rains a bad day. It's bad outside. How can anything be bad that I have done? You have to come up higher in what you see. So when it comes to healing, work, and power, back to that, you have to know that you're going to come out according to how you think. So how you thinking about it, that's why it's the way it is. We can't sit here and say, well, uh, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it is, but stop doing this. Because guess what? I don't have a passy for anybody. He didn't give me that. I have milk. I have food. It's not mine. These words of life, they're not mine, but they're in me because of him who resides in me. I have to give them to you. They're much richer now. See, every time that we go through a type of challenge, any type of challenge, we come out much more stronger and wiser. Yesterday was not so pleasing to me. 
My emotions were very, very challenged. A lot of things I'm encountering for the first time, I never thought I would in that way. See, when opportunities like that come, we don't understand what's going on, but it's so heartfelt, it's so spirit-felt. That's when you got to come away with God and be quiet. Even I had to come up higher than that. And because of it, much fired up than ever before. That's why he said, whatever you go through is not unto what it appear to be. It's unto my glory. Nothing takes my glory. Nothing can. It belongs to me, say if God. So you have to know that you know that you know that only for a night, that night determines how you think. That night could be two years for you. That night could be today is the day for me. That night could be that's it permanently. It's all according to what you think. Now, how you think and what you think is going to have others to change the way they're thinking around you. If you notice, when you go to church, more people in your family start coming to church because they see what he's doing in you. But when you stop coming, they stop coming. But many may still come, but many may come in a way that they're not there, but are there. You better hear that. Because many are there, but not there for real. There are people that's not in church that believe more than those who currently are, for real. Do you understand? It's not to say, oh, we bad, nor to say, oh, it's the truth, let's make the change right now. You don't have to like someone's calling, but you must respect it if you want to see the glory. And if we walk like God, we wouldn't even have dislike inside of our character, even as a trait. Don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about anything. We worry too much. Stop worrying. I'm going to die. The doctor's trying to kill me. My family trying to kill me. This medicine trying to kill me. God wants you to come up higher. Sometimes we don't know how to watch our tongue. Many of us are so nasty. We're so judgmental. We go in people's homes and try to tell them what to do. We don't know how to approach people, but we want to receive healing. God is really trying to heal your way of speaking. And it's affecting your body. It's not what you eat. There are people who are healthy and eat everything nasty. There are alcoholics more healthy than those who are not. So it's not about that. It's what you believe, what you say, and how you treat people. There are sinners that treat people better than sinners. You can't try to tear down somebody's parenting. You can't try to tear down somebody's marriage. You can't try to go and tear down people because you up in age. No, you must be up in God. This for everybody who can apply to this message. Straight from the throat. 
straight from the seat at the right hand of God. Can't play around with my purpose because when my time is up, my time is up. Nothing in this world is worth me wasting my time here anymore. Nothing. Devil keep trying to play. But he's played out. Because he's doomed already. I'm not waiting to become fired up. I'm fired up now. That was my biggest challenge about marriage. What do I need to be married for? I just didn't know why. I needed answers. Because we always talking about, you know, what not to do as a single. Wait for marriage. Command your flesh. Your body is wrong. It's sinful nature. But why is it still a part of me as a new creature of a sinful nature? You better listen to what you're saying. <laughs> See, the old body is gone. This is a new body. That's why I say present your body. How can you present anything sinful? See, I got to stop listening to everybody. I'm trying to help you. Have me I'm in this process feeling like I don't know what the heck going on. I just had to learn myself. That's all. How can I tell my body that my body is doing something wrong when it's only doing what it's supposed to do? But I got to continue to exercise my faith and command my body by reminding my body by reminding my body by reminding my body who I am. He said, present your bodies holy and presentable. How is he talking to the old man? The old man, he didn't say passed away. So who was he talking to then? The new body. We keep thinking that body is body, period. No, the body is gone, the old body, the old of everything. That's why I call it a new creature. That made everything formed. Everything new. New creation. You understand? So I was like, what did I need? What do I need that for? I'm doing everything now. Many of us wait to receive someone. And then start doing better. No, you already better. It's just that you all become better together because two is better than one. It doesn't mean that you are less than because you're not with someone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God to teach me what it actually means. By showing me what he did. Every heart has a carving. Every marriage has a carving. And every carve, I drew it in my revelation book. Every carving is different. There is no carving the same because there is no marriage the same. Every carving is different. It's very unique. A lot of curves. Some got beautiful, you know, sharp edges. It's beautiful. It's like a sword, but it's made differently in the middle. And it separates and it comes back together. It's beautiful. Different edges and all kinds of things. 
I was like, wow, you made it look like that. Because when you are carved, and how you are carved is only for the other half of the carving. You can't put another carving where it doesn't belong. It's never going to prosper. You understand? So when it comes to healing, you know, physical healing, you have to watch how you treat people. Watch what you say as well. You understand? We're not aware of a lot of things that we do. And we're the cause of them. And we're wondering why it's happening. You're not going to sleep good if we mistreat people. I'm not going to be on a job tearing people down and expect to feel good when I walk around town. You know, it's not okay when we do these things. We have to be nice to people. We wonder why people don't want to be around us. Because we keep trying to tear them down. How I live my life. How not to live life. We can't even tell you what we really do because you're judgmental. Whoever you are, hear this message from the Lord. Stop being judgmental. You are. You're judgmental. You have to repent. Sometimes we are going through an illness because of, you know, whatever the doctors say, but you have to really humble yourself. Why is this happening to me? What is God trying to say to me? See, God allowed things to happen to gain our attention and many of us looking everywhere, but not inside. And that's why it's still happening. I'm not going to sugarcoat for you. That's why it's still happening. You have not humbled yourself yet. See, the cycles of discipline are still in effect until Christ comes. Many, many seem to forget that. And one cycle is, you know, illness, sickness. You understand? What is he saying to you? That's what happened to Mary and Moses' sister. She was struck with leprosy. Because she denied the prophet, a friend of God. All that time you're walking with your brother, helping your brother, then you're going to speak against God. Oh, she became sick instantly. So what are you saying against God? Are you speaking against God's people? Are you denying who God is speaking to you to receive more of a revelation? Who are you talking about? Who are you gossiping about? Did you uproot yourself from where you should be planted? Did you walk away from God and wonder what's happening to you? You need to go back. That's what happened to you. You left. Many pastors are pastoring and left from being under their covering. It doesn't make sense. You come back to church five years later or whatever, just because you were somewhere doing anything, it doesn't matter. You come back. Where's everybody? They all left. Oh, now you mean everybody knew. It's only a handful of those you remember? Where did everybody go? Where did everybody go? This how many uprooted themselves? That's one reason why God have me to preach 
And I got to be very led to do everything. What I mean by that, I'm not going out trying to bring people to a location of church because some people are in their presence for five seconds. Some of them just picking something up off the ground and they walking away. Some at a traffic light. Some in a grocery store line. Some are walking past while we walking down the aisle in the grocery store. And many don't want to spend that couple of seconds to hear about some church. When many have been abused, they say, in church. So you don't want to hear nothing I got to say. I'm not even speaking your language. But love meets you right where you are. It will have someone to say, what church do you go to? See, I am not a biased. You can't be biased walking with God. Because he is the respecter of person. When we say things like, I'm his favorite, I'm favored, like you're not, I get that we play, but that's not a way to play. We're talking about God's character, God's love concerning us. You can't play around and say as if he loves you more. That's saying that he is a respectable person, which he is not. That's saying that he lied when he said, I'm not a man that I should. We all know how to play and how not to play. I realize in my purpose, I can't take no breaks. I don't want no breaks. I don't want no breaks. Because while I'm taking a break, there's so much that I can do when I'm not on that break. Think about how many times that you were somewhere and you bought forth change. Now imagine if you decided not to go. That's what happens every day that we say no. When we make it about us, that many people that we're supposed to be, not. That happens every day. One day I say, I don't feel like going to work, but I'm going to go anyway. I never took off. Never. And that day I went, so I was on their way to OD off pills. Oh, but she didn't. She took those pills out of her bag and threw them pills in the trash right in front of my face. Her kids had no idea the oldest is in the military. Had no idea their mother was about to commit suicide. You over there in Iraq. And she another child was in Japan. One in high school and another one in child care. And they going to come and get disturbing news. Oh, mom is dead. But there was a woman that said, I'm going to work. Going to work, me. I'm going to work. You better hear me. Girl, man, I'm going to a job, not a foul. You can't pay me enough to do what I can do. You can't pay me enough to type. You can't pay me enough to write. Who Holy Spirit? You can't pay me enough to do anything. You can't pay me enough for customer service. You can't pay me enough to be a cashier. You can't pay me enough to be a president. You can't pay me enough to be a coach. You can't pay me anything. Because I'm already so. Now I'm on here because God blessed me with this way of being a source regarding this way to give me an income. But it's unto glory. So I'm going to work to actually work. Because while I'm on a job to work, it's a release that he already worked it out. But we don't see that. We think about ourselves. I hate this job. See, you're going to work. See, once I begin to put on my cue stilettos spiritually, 
Gotta dress him up. <laughs> no guy if I got me on combat boots. <laughs> Jeez, up. You understand? I'm probably walking with moon shoes. I'm trying to eat. For real though. Because I decided to work. It's not about me. It's about you here. So I began to look at the job differently. I looked in that place. I said, wow, we have some work to do, Lord. Okay. Let's first start with cleaning. That's what he do. He always do that first. Clean. You hear me? He always clean. 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 Let him clean. Let him clean. He want to clean you up so you can be a blessing. We keep trying to clean others up and thinking that we, you understand, are clean. That's not what we're supposed to do. That's not the heart of God at all. We have to stop doing that. It's not pleasing in his sight at all. We have to stop doing that. You understand? Allowing God to be God. Just like that. So the first thing and the only thing is to stop saying it. Stop being mean. Stop being judgmental. Stop pushing people away with the things that you say are negative. You have to admit, you know what? I got to stop. No, don't just say it. No, you have to do it. Because God said you're talking about it too much and not doing nothing about it at all. You just saying it just to have people think you're going to do it. Just to shut them up on what you know you need to do. And guess what? Just stop. Just stop. And begin doing something different. Just because you're older, for those of you who are, it doesn't mean you're always right. You don't want to be an older person and mean and judgmental because you've been here longer. Doesn't mean anything. Many of us can just be here and be the same way since we've been here. Have not grown at all. You have to allow someone to help you and tell you sometimes what you need to hear. It's not always you talking all the time. You need to listen to. A lot of parents think they don't have to listen. And that's where they mess up at. Because the child has been raised in the way they should go. The children's generation is greater. So how much more do you think they have to say to you to help you? Oh, my child can't give me no information. Oh, but you're wrong. 
Jesus did marry. Did I not say I'm by my father? Mm -hmm. Joseph did to Jacob. No, you're going to bless the oldest son. You're not going to bless my youngest child. You're not going to do to my kids, dad, that what you and your brother went through. No, you're not, dad. And Jacob respected him. Mm. Even when it comes to adoptive ch adopted children, you know, Samuel was adopted from Eli. Hannah giving him over. Samuel had to correct Eli. Hey, you let your sons get away with everything. They're mistreating people. They're doing things wrong. You're right. I got to talk to them. David started talking to Samuel. You're doing the same thing Eli did. You let your sons run well. You're right. <laughs> there goes David's son. <clears throat> Ab, what is it? Abner? Which one was it? Absalom? Absalom was telling him about Abner. No. He raped Tamar. That's wrong, Dad. He supposed to have been in jail, but according to the law, he really supposed to be executed. But you want us to keep it in the house. Mm. You're right. I'm wrong. I was wrong. Even Lot's daughter's dad, we have to lie down with you. We have to create generations. We're going to get them drunk. I'm not sleeping with my daughter. In order for them to get him drunk, they must have knew he wasn't going to do that voluntarily. And had him to feel like, okay, I don't even care. He had to get that intoxicated where he didn't care. Because he knew he was sleeping with, but no other women there. And what was it, the Edomites? I got started thinking Edomites. Hmm. Son named Adam, Edom, something like that. You understand? So... The first and the only step to your healing is stop talking about it. Stop talking about the sickness. Don't even give it a name. Don't talk, don't call it anymore. Hear what God has to say to you. God is gaining your attention. See, when things keep happening, we don't understand. That's God talking. Hey, many of us, it's the money. Hey. <laughs> I, I just can't, I can't get no breakthrough. I'm just in debt. I got, 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 I got. Just look at me. But we looking around, huh? The bank this and alone this and where's my taxes? Oh God. Hey, look at me. Look at me. I'm looking around. Look, at, I can't sow no seed. I, I ain't got no seed to sow. I'm about to sow food. <laughs> look at me. Hallelujah. This is my time for this episode right now. I have till, you know, 11 o'clock. So receive what God is saying in Jesus' name. I love you.